0: Brian, what's hey. up, man? Hey, what's, happen- what's happening? Nothing much. I cleaned my PS5 for the first time today. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was uh, it was actually pretty easy. Props to them. I, you know, why I didn't do it for so long? Why, why didn't you do, you do it for so, for so long? It's because like you know they show the videos of people like popping it off, popping off the side plates, and like sliding it off. Oh, and, you oh, did the, the deep, deep oh well i mean that's how you clean it yeah and and they make it so that you can hi tornado they make it so you can um pop it off and then slide it off pretty easy but when you're doing it you like it's kind of scary like you feel like you're gonna break the damn thing uh doing it uh but then so so make sure you go if you ever want to clean it which i highly recommend you do (laughs) you go watch that ps5 breakdown video and he shows you how to do it kind of look where he's grabbing and and follow that but yeah it was a it was a little bit dirty. wasn't too bad, but it was enough to warrant a clean. So, just uh, just make sure you do that. Have you have you ever cleaned yours?
1: I've never cleaned mine. I've never cleaned mine. mine. Uh, <laughs> everybody, <laughs> everybody in the chat saying we got to go again. It's gonna, it's gonna be, be one, one of those, those days, days, man. Oh, what's my what's my
0: script, cats? Oh, god, right. It's, it's like so like many different things. It's just on I huh? Is it just on AJ or on everybody? That's the
1: big question. That's the big question. We need to know. Uh oh. That's what, so we what we need, need to know, know here. Don't Ooh, don't I am your father. Mm, interesting, interesting. interesting. Keep, keep, it going, going, keep, it keep it going, keep it hey, going. Hey, to, to, let's say all so sorts of cool to, robotic, robotic things. things. I need, I need
0: a script, cats. Autobots, <laughs> transform <laughs> <laughs> so and roll out. There we go. Mark Douth got me. Hopefully. Brian is worse than AJ, but it's both. Oh, you're, oh, you're kidding me.
1: Wow. 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 wow, Don't know what to tell you, really. Don't, don't know what to tell you. Except, except wait. You guys, hang, hang out, just, out just a second, a second here? here. Hang, hang out, out for a second. AJ, can, can you still I hear need more lines. Yeah.
0: Can I what? You can still hear me. I can still hear you. Right? Everything's good. Yes, yes,
1: yes. All right. Well, let's get ready to rumble. One more thing. Say one more thing. All right, if that didn't, if that didn't work, if that didn't work, then I don't know what to tell you guys. Can uh, anybody? <laughs> this is going to be the longest introduction of all time. Um, it's fixed. Mark Dow says it's fixed. Ah, geez, that's awesome. I, I don't know what I did. <laughs> It was. Guys, it wouldn't be without parole if we didn't run into a ridiculous amount of problems. But now we got to get the show started. What do you think? Start the show? Let's go. This is PSVR Gamescast Live, we film live every single Monday, Wednesday, and thank God it's Friday. My name's Brian Paul from this channel right here, PSVR Without Parole, and this guy over here, can't do it without him, AJ from The Underground, PSVR Underground. Ooh, it's so exciting! No, no, the the, the reverb's off, man. The echo's off. <laughs> um, um, what? Wait, wait, nothing changed. Nothing, nothing changed. Oh, you've got to be kidding me right now. Um, literally nothing changed. All right, well, you get you guys hang out and talk amongst yourselves. This is going to be an interesting episode. We'll figure this out. Okay, well, let's see. Uh, Aj, keep talking. Go. Are you still? T- Aj, tell me a story, man. Yeah, that that doesn't help us, guys. Really. Yeah this <laughs> so uh so sorry guys like basically AJ's got to keep talking so that I can I can hear him um uh, let's see here Hold on, keep going. Let's a yeah, let's play a game. I, w- I, w- I wish I wish you he could hear you, Yep. He's Think he's, he's thinking, God, I'd do this so much better on my own. Uh, if you can't hear what AJ's saying, because you can't. Yeah. Okay. Can well. and what? Yes, what song <laughs> Yeah, whatever, I mean... this is this is this is a brand new what this is a brand new problem yeah uh, the problems we had last time aren't even the same problems we're having this time this is this is this is insane Let me try this over here. Yeah, I mean, I do, I do, I do think every every AJ in the world is awesome. Through charades.
0: Okay, okay, Nick, you ready? <laughs> Wait, no. Yeah, Nick, you know what this means. You've uh, you've done this before. Check, check, test. To Nick. To what? oh wait hold on yes yes yay he's back all right two syllables uh the answer was far point that's what i was thinking y'all should have known that
1: did did, somebody say you're back you're not back
0: yes yeah they're all saying i'm they're all saying they can hear me or i'm back or something it's fixed let him sing and i was singing comfortably numb by uh pink floyd great song
1: I do. I, I, do. Don't, I, don't, I don't. I don't see, see a, sound a sound level here that you can remotely suggest that you're back. back.
0: Hmm. I had to override your systems with my telekinesis, Brian. But now, now you're echoing. Great. great. Uh oh. <laughs> AJ's, yeah,
1: AJ's, Aj's back. It's working. Aj's back. Echo's echoes back, back for, for Brian. Brian. <sighs> it's, fun, fun, right? it's, it's fun. Right? This is really, really fun. fun. Well uh uh, brian's echoing brian's echoing brian's echoing all right let's let's see see here here. um check 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 is brian is brian still echoing check 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 and can you hear aj check 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 and can you hear aj good i have no it's it's magic No more echo, and you can hear AJ. No echo, but no AJ. That's it's magic, man. It's magic. Okay, let me, okay, do, let me do this thing. Let, me do, let this. me do this. Magic,
0: magic. Keep
1: talking. Keep talking. It's magic, magic. Uh, let, let me try this. This, 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 this is going to be, be our, 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 best our best bet here. here. If, if I, if I do, I do this, let me check. Check, 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 check. Let me check, check,
0: let AJ's check. AJ's gone again. What? AJ. I don't, AJ is back, Brian echoes no echo, but no AJ. Wow. Uh, he is back. I'm so confused. No AJ. Now Brian has echo gone, but AJ no echo. Hello, we hello. Hear
1: hello. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Can no you hear echo. me? It's it's fine it's now. Fine now. Well, that doesn't so everything's fine now? You can hear All me is good? and you can hear AJ and there's no echo. Can you hear me out there? Fixed. Is there echo on me? It's all fixed. Everybody's, all fixed. That's, this Both is, are good now. I'm going to be honest. Woo! <laughs> Nothing about what I did should have made anything work. <laughs> in, in, fact, in fact, OBS is saying that there's no sound going to you guys. So this is what I'm working with over here. This is PSVR Games Castle. Oh, my God. Uh, AJ, first of all, thank you, everybody, who hung out and and, and dealt with all of that. That is absolutely insane i'm so glad i've got coffee handy uh that was that was insane uh i'll never i'll, I'll never understand how this system works apparently uh, so you guys are very patient and i love you so much for being patient That's hanging out. uh so you guys what are, are you awesome. talking about they were having a blast with this you kidding me oh i know they were they love this shit. <laughs> yeah thank yeah. you guys no with five dollars this you're good um Thank you very much. You're you're also good, et.2k9.now. <laughs> um, okay, so back on. I don't even know like how to get a show started at this point. Um, guys, we want to thank a bunch of people, obviously, obviously everybody who uh, everybody supports us on Patreon, everybody who tips during the show, of course. But there's a whole different group of cats uh, that, that help us in a different way, not so much financially. Isn't that right, AJ?
0: That is right. We would like to thank those who support us in another way by changing their name to something GameCat, something GameCat-related, or something GameCat-adjacent as you, or something GameCat adjacent would like to say. And this week, we have four new GameCats. to so welcome to the GameCat Dojo. Starting with Jeremy, look, it's a GameCat butthole. <laughs> I'm so glad I...
1: Got my mic fixed so that I can say that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean that's some that's some classic without parole stuff right there. We started with a, we started with all sorts of classic without parole technical problems. And if you're not uh, familiar with how <laughs> with with, uh, with with Jeremy because he hasn't been on the channel in a while, uh, he had no, he had a weird fascination with cat hole cat cat buttholes cat holes. <laughs> <laughs> Did he now? We've also you can't, got you can't look at a cat walking away without staring at their butt because con- their their tail straight up in the air and they're showing actually. It up and- when when Tornado was
0: walking, it was funny because when Tornado was walking across the screen, that's all I saw was Tornado's butt. So uh, cats, got to love them. We've also got Robert the Game Cat, formerly known as Reth the Game Cat that sleeps all day, formerly known as uh, Reth1142 or something like that. That's my homie right there. That's my dude.
1: Hell yeah. Also, Very classic uh, Game Cat naming. Back in the day, people just used to be... Matt the Game Cat, right? John the Game Cat. And then people started going crazy with this shit. Um, So I like it, man. It's very classic. We've also got Mad Max, the Metaverse Game Cat VR. Who I I saw came back into our community always good to see mad max around it, it it this this one's a little i don't know how you feel about the term metaverse at this point uh but i'm <laughs> i'm way less cool about the word metaverse now that facebook has basically decided to own the name
0: <laughs> yeah i don't know i don't really care um finally last but certainly not least we've got serial killer the game cat must ask you a question
1: yes Obviously, uh, serial killer is the one taking the lead on uh, the no, uh, no shave Movember uh, movement for uh, for without parole. Uh, it's obviously a um, you know for, to to bring awareness to men's health issues, prostate cancer, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and so, uh, if uh, make sure, if, I'm sure we got a uh, I'm sure we've got a mod in the chat here that can bring up the link if you care to donate as one of the game cats. Uh, again, serial killers leading the charge. If you want to ask him some questions, or mustache him some questions, I guess. Uh, you can, you can track them down over on discord and I'm sure he can answer all the questions that you have about that charity event. All uh, right, guys, if you want to get, uh, your name, if you want to get a shout out for your GameCat name change, make sure you put hashtag GameCat somewhere in the comments below. And we will absolutely, uh, give you a shout out on next Friday's show. Uh, remember GameCats are the loyalists of the loyal without Pearl community. AJ, with that out of the way, we have a ton of stuff to talk about. Uh, starting with, I, I think my I think this is going to be my favorite conversation of the day. Uh, Sniper Jones over on our Discord, I think that's Steve Mirza, uh, asked hashtag Viewer Takeover. What is PSVR's long term legacy? Uh, where will it rank in the pantheon of gaming consoles ten to twenty years from now?
0: Well, <clears throat> it's not necessarily a console, um, but you know, I think that when it comes to the next generation of gaming, the biggest evolution of it. Is going to be the PSVR 2 or NGVR or PS5 VR, whatever you want to call it. And uh, I'd hope that most people look back at PSVR PSVR 1, and I believe they will, and say, hey, this was Sony taking a chance, Sony experimenting and getting into this new technology, and was one of the first ways that a lot, that 5 million uh, of the 100 million. Uh, first got their entry into VR. I think I think PSVR was people's first VR for a lot of people. Yeah, and uh, you know PSVR two is going to be probably even more. And uh, I'd hope that the legacy is that yeah, it <clears throat> it definitely had some some growing pains, some some uh, lots of things that they were able to learn from it. It was experimental. It had a lot of stuff that got dated really quickly. Uh, however, it was the beginning. And I think that's what will make it forever special.
1: Yeah, there were so so many experiments, uh, so many uh, developers trying to make bigger games, uh, and and I think having to scale back their possibly their initial visions. Uh, there's been you know so many so many hurdles to overcome with the hardware. Obviously, starting with the Move controllers. Uh, was an interesting decision by Sony I think we can in retrospect see why they did it but also see you know as hardcore playstation vr fans like you know that maybe it was somewhat detrimental to uh their success um i 'm gonna i, I don 't know what the PSVR is, itself long term legacy is going to be i don 't know uh i think it's just it 's just hard to see um like if, if PSVR b r two is as big and crazy and as cool and different and and, and closer to console gaming uh, than than PSVR One is, um, you know, to, by leaps and bounds, uh, then I think it's going to be pretty easy to look back quickly and say, "Whew, that was a, you know, that was a rough start for VR." Um, but but being in kind of still in the midst of it and, and sort of still enjoying these experimental games, and um, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say that I think PSVR's long term legacy is that we're gonna look back at this time and. Uh, and the people who played PSVR and stuck with it and used the move controllers, and, and all of us together basically I mean, we were so fucking hardcore about VR that we figured out, uh, along with developers, ways to get around these virtual worlds without even analog sticks right. on our controllers, without really being having the ability to turn fully around with move controllers. All these different... It, it really... Like, I mean, these are some of the hardest core gamers out there, you know, and not not only we're not just we're not just playing like little puzzle games. Like we're playing some crazy over the top action games uh, and things that require uh, a bunch of fast movement and, and fast thinking and reloading fast. And like these we, we did it. We did it. We overcame the obstacles along with Sony. Uh, so I think I think it's gonna, we're going to look back at this and go, man, like a lot of people talk about the DK one, you know, oh, I'm so hardcore about VR, the DK one. I think people who are really hardcore about VR had PlayStation VR and were willing to overcome those real hurdles to play some games. That's how I think it's going to be looked at.
0: Mm, yeah. I mean, I think we're also going to look back and be like, "Thank God we don't have to do that or suffer through that stuff anymore too once we get it better, you know?" That's the thing is with a lot of VR, it gets it got away with a lot of what it did because people were just getting used to the introduction to VR. Right. And and so for right for the beginning generation we are able to look past a lot of the issues, but we are gonna look back in many ways and be like like oh my god, like how did we even get through that in some cases? But but there have been some shining examples as well. So stuff like Resident Evil Seven, Saints and Sinners, Astrobot, uh lots of games and, and yeah, you know, I get my I get my VR and I get my hardcore gaming fix uh through PSVR. So it'll forever be near and dear to my heart for sure.
1: Yeah, I agree. I agree. A lot, a lot of shining examples. Everything that's ever been on a top twenty-five list uh, is really just, you know, shows that it's more than just an experiment. It was, it was actually a success to those of us that gave it a chance. All right, man. Let's get into some news. What do we, what do we got to talk about today? Well, uh, there's actually a,
0: a donation oh. from Jeremy. Look, it's a GameCat butthole with the ten dollars. Says PSVR. We're also. Always be near and to my heart. Uh, right up there with PS2 for me. Nice. Big time. Nice. Like the uh, cross reference here. Um, <clears throat> uh, News wise, Brian, there is a PlayStation Talent Showcase taking place November 17th, and the significance of that is that Do Not Open uh, Nox Noctis, the developers behind the game that was. Supposed to uh, be something we celebrated on Halloween and got delayed. Said they were going to give us more info uh, in the middle of November, and it looks like they are delivering November 17th.
1: Yeah, I mean, this is part of the, you know, obviously, the is, is the PlayStation Talent Showcase. This is where really small, uh, I think it's all Spanish uh, dev teams, right? Indie Spanish dev teams that wanted to do playstation for Sony. España. Exactly. Um, So PlayStation's reached out. They found small dev teams uh, in in Spain, and uh, and basically were like, "Hey, here's some money. Make us a game." Uh, Or saw or saw projects they were interested in and said, "We believe in what you're doing. Make us a game." That's where Neon Hat came from, and that's and so that doesn't bode well. Uh, But that is where also Intruders came from. Intruders was pretty decent, you know. So uh, for you know, good and bad, obviously. Uh, So we've really got our fingers crossed for this, and, and and. and everything I've heard about this delay is is good. It, it, it seems like they're really, really, really trying to add a lot to their game uh, and make sure that they don't rush it out just today. They just we we wanted it to come out for Halloween, and so we pushed it out for Halloween. I think this delay is going to be really, really good for them. So fingers crossed, because I think I think Neon certainly could have used about six more months of development. Um, we know this has been pushed into twenty twenty two, but we don't know how far it's been pushed into twenty twenty two. So we'll see. Cool. <clears throat> uh, so, in
0: other news, there's been a bunch of, uh, you know, Brian, I recently did this, uh, a new top 20, a top 10 uh, dreams list. And then, you know, I did a top 30 way long ago, like back in February, I think it was. And I said, right, I'm, I'm not finding a whole bunch of stuff. Let me give it like a little bit of time. Uh, and then. You know, I think I gave it a little too much time because there are a ton of dreams that have come out. Actually, maybe not because some of them did come out recently. Uh, But they are awesome, and we wanted to uh, shed some uh, light on them, give a little mini review of a couple dreams that
1: you guys need to go check out. Oh, yeah, man. And thank you so much for for spending the time and going through uh, dreams and, and really looking for all these different things. Cause sometimes it's not the easiest. It, it's not like there's exactly a, um, a category, you know, it, dreams is sort of laid out like Netflix, but I really wish they would have a category that says newest PlayStation VR games, uh, that you need to play, right. Just like a category, just set aside for it. Um, and so I'm sure it took you a long time to kind of delve through everything and, and, and find a nice hours curiosity.
0: and hours and hours however brian it was totally worth it <laughs> nice. because there are some stunning games i want to see where's game Cat, uh game cats out of the glue bagger because he the first game we'll talk about there's just three we want to highlight real quick and go yeah. through is streets of dread and what this is for anybody who's a call of duty zombies fan it's kind of like, and for you, Brian, it's like Nightmare Mode and Resident Evil 7 DLC. Um, it's essentially a survival-based game where you're limited in this area, and as you kill zombies, you you level, you gain currency, and then you use that currency to purchase better weapons, to unlock new areas, and it, that's kind of the game loop. Is like, how long can you survive? You try to build a high score, um, but it's just fun and addicting. And uh, this one is a new project that people are working on that is really, really fun and really cool. And uh, I, I can't wait to hear GameCat out of the glue because he saw me playing it and he was like flipping his shit and he went and bought Dreams. And, you know, maybe that's why we haven't heard from him because he said he put like 100 hours into Call of Duty Zombies and was like, dude, like, like he was just uh, blown away by what he was seeing me play.
1: Yeah, uh, Atmos VR seventy seven says dreams is stepping it up. Go back if you, it's been months since you have. It's crazy. Yeah, because yeah. we were trying to cover a bunch of uh, a bunch of all the new VR games that were coming out over there that were that creators had been making, and and it seemed like it was great at the beginning, and then there was and then it kind of and there was another little push, and then it sort of slowed down to a trickle, and then nothing. Uh, and it had been a minute since I checked in, and now it just seems like there's a ton a ton of great stuff, um, a lot of uh, a lot of really. A lot of really cool things that you can go in depth with um, the uh one one of the things I thought was really interesting that you showed off was disdain yes, you
0: remember how remember all the good old Castlevania references I used to make and tell you about my obsession with Castlevania and I think a lot of us are yeah. huge Castlevania fans and uh, have an obsession with it. yes, I was really excited about this one. For many reasons, but but since you got to play this one all the way through, why
1: don't you kick this one off? Yeah, this this was this was cool. I really uh, you know I really like the uh, the whole concept here from beginning to end. It, you know, when you when you first start this thing up, it, it's a disdained demo, and so you only get to play through the first section. But they've got all this other stuff planned. You know, it seems like they've got chapter two and chapter three planned out. And even at the beginning, it just shows like this whole world where it sort of zooms in and like you get this castle that you're uh, rushing to. It's everything about this. You can tell that the person who made this is also a huge Castlevania fan. I mean, because obviously they're they're yeah. kind of ripping it off, but more more so because the controls feel right, uh, the 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 movement, the backgrounds, like I mean, every, everything about this sort of just reeks of Castlevania. Um, and uh, and I and I, it's interesting because it feels a little bit like Symphony of the Night. But I think it also, but it plays a little bit more in terms of uh, in terms of level progression. It seems like it's going to play a little bit more like an like an OG uh, or classic baby like maybe. 4. Yeah, classic
0: Vania. That's my. Those are actually my favorites. I do love Symphony of the Night. I do love um, the Metroid Vanias in general. I mean, it created a genre for Christ's sake. It helped create a genre, um, <clears throat> but I have always loved the classic vania. <clears throat> and yeah, this. This takes a lot of like the move set. Um, you even have like the back dash that Alucard would do. Um, but I think the most thing I think what this proved to me though, this was not only like great for Castlevania fans. Mm. This showed me that oh my god, there is a place for two point five D games in VR. They're not going to be. They're not going to dominate. The VR space, but there is a place for them when they look as stunning and are as fun to play as stuff like this. And uh, Yeah, and everyone knows what's up. Rondo of Blood. This showed me that something like a Rondo of Blood or Super Castlevania 4 or even a Metroidvania would work um, if it has the quality and the polish to it. And man, I cannot encourage people enough to go check this out. This is just chapter one and there's going to be th- uh, two more chapters, and it'll be very interesting to see. But but it's got like boss fights, it's got sub bosses, it's got deep move sets to it, uh, combos that uh, harken back to like some Devil May Cry stuff, um, and it is super cool, man.
1: Yeah. Th- you know the, move, the movesets the move sets are. I mean, we could have a whole conversation just about that because it's so. Yeah. It, it just there's so. I mean, you look at the control list and it's a little overwhelming. You're like, whoa, there's like so many things yeah. that my character can do. Uh, and so you know, I'm, I'm this. I think what you're seeing here is maybe like my first run through before I even like really got the controls down uh, and, and really was able to experiment with all the different uh, all the different moves you can do. Uh, but it, but it felt good. And but what I loved the most, honestly, um, was that. So frequently you see these areas that you're seeing now, where it's just like okay, the the background is a is you know a castle wall. There's some stairs, there's some enemies, whatever, you know, and it it looks nice. But then just like you know, I'll go back to Symphony of Night again. Symphony of Night again. You'll you'll open a door and you'll walk down a hallway or whatever, and then it just like it all opens up and like so you see this big church in the background, or you'll see uh, just you can just say see way out into the distance and see how much like love and care was given to like some of the more Uh, distant backgrounds Uh, and this game does the exact same thing it almost it almost gets you comfortable with the claustrophobic environments and then as soon as you move into something bigger it 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 kind of it's mind-blowing because you're like whoa i was just i was getting used to this This is what the game is going to be and then it's like by the way look at this cool vista we have for you in the background yeah it's very gorgeous i like what they did here
0: yeah, uh, the the way the backgrounds—I think insane artist worked on the backgrounds—and he's he is an insane artist. Um, the uh, I wish I could remember the the people that the primary people that made this though. Um, but yeah, they they—it was a collaboration of dreamers that made this. And you know, some people focused on the backgrounds, some people focused on the gameplay. I'm sure. And man, it is just stunning, super fun, and pays tribute to one of the greatest franchises of all time. And uh, it's just. Excellent. Excellent. It's brand new. This came out in the middle of October. It's only a month old. So, um so yeah, you got to go check it out. And
1: it, it it's just it looks stunning in VR. There, there's a interesting conversation happening in uh in the chat about what 2.5D is or if there has already been 2.5D games on the platform. Um there may have been uh, on PSVR. I mean, I've, I've played too many games at this point. I can't think of Uh,
0: the only one i can think of is like uh bloody zombies maybe but this honestly i love like i like bloody zombies but this like blows it out of the water because visually this is just this is has that like sense of awe like when you look at it when you look at bloody zombies you're like okay that looks cool but it's not like a blow you away kind of thing this is one of the best i mean granted i've maybe missed a few but this is like one of the best castlevania games i've ever played in like a while
1: and uh no. and it's in VR yeah yeah I don't even think bloody zombies is true 2.5 d I think I think you look at games like uh, basically you you can only run left and right Klonoa, uh, tomba um, you know pandemonium right. those games are or spider those games were classic examples of 2.5 d where the backgrounds are all 3d but when you push left you can only run left even if it's running you down like a twisted 3d trail it's left and right uh, and so you're playing a 2d platformer but with 3d backgrounds and environments like running you all over the place um i think pretty sure that's the uh the, the classic definition yeah
0: it's it's basically like a side-scrolling platformer that does have 3d elements to it like you said but the difference is when you put on a vr headset you really get a sense of that 3d depth that you can't with a flat screen
1: and that's what makes this stand out yeah uh, and we do have we have one more to talk about here which i've only started but you've uh but you've had a lot more time you, you actually completed it I
0: completed it today. It's called Pressure. Shout out to Twitch of the Game Cat, um, who who uh, was was recommending this one to me a bunch. Yes. And, yeah, it's basically a Soma kind of uh, Soma, Bioshock, System Shock inspired game, c- game where you're in an underwater facility, you're basically going looking for treasure with your friends and you, you're, you basically run into some, uh, stuff. And, and you, so you're trying to escape this underwater facility. Uh, and there's a bunch of like basically evil robots and androids and stuff wandering around. And it's just, this might be one. This is easily arguably in contention for one of the best, dreams psvr games i've played so far um i, I think jungle bill is top tier i think hypercycle arena is top tier um and this one uh, even even left to rot um is is one of my top games but this one is like wow this this is like playing a ps3 game in vr kind of and <laughs> it is absolutely and i mean that in like all the best ways and uh, it is really something special something incredible and and yeah i just finished today it was amazing it's like two hours long and there's more coming too
1: nice yeah the i only played for maybe the first half hour i guess and uh and man yeah if 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 the creator of this would go in and kind of tweak a few things for vr i mean like I, i hope i hope he or she does because it is very very deserving of a little bit more love um for the vr gamers because as, as as sure as great as this, I'm sure is on the flat screen. Uh, they absolutely killed it with the with the VR implementation already. Like it looks beautiful. The the lighting is amazing. The enemies are scary. Uh, and yeah, I mean, I was just you know running around, doing my best to like pick up the items and get through the doors and move through move through the uh, this whole, this whole environment here without getting my ass handed to me. Uh, and I died I died quite a few times, even just during the first half hour, like kind of like learning uh, learning what to do um you know you, you you're underwater a lot there's a there's an air meter uh there's there's items to pick up in the environment doors you've had to figure out how to unlock and and the stealth mechanics here are like good like really good um it felt like i was i was hiding behind things all the time and uh you you were saying this uh, this felt better than some like full-fledged psvr games right
0: Yeah, I mean, we just played Wraith the Oblivion Afterlife, and this actually had, like, better stealth, better AI, better gameplay than that. Now, there is a drawback to this one, though. There's one tiny little drawback, Mm -hmm. um, which can be, for some, uh, kind of frustrating, and that is because it's not built from the ground up for VR, it uses the DualShock, not the move controllers. And then for some items, what happens here with some dreams, this happens in Left to Rot as well. Is that for some items, you you have like a flashlight and you can like point the flashlight up and down. And because of this, you have to like point down sometimes. If, if an object doesn't want to interact properly, you have to aim like the thing, your like flashlight at it. And that's how you kind of know like where your arms are yeah. to reach out and grab it. Um, and so that's the only thing. But let me tell you, that is one small little thing that you can overcome to have an amazing to play an amazing looking game an amazing playing game uh it is super awesome
1: and did you ever play soma yeah i actually played soma beginning to end i love soma
0: yeah so this is i was getting lots of references to soma soma was a game i was extremely excited about i bought it i think like day one or i bought it on halloween a couple like you know five ten years five yeah. seven years ago um and i never got around to playing it and it always bothered me and i heard a bunch of people saying like you know this is like soma inspired and and i was like oh finally i get to experience that like escaping and underwater thing but but this game is a lot deeper than you would think first of all like i said on ps5 it's absolutely beautiful i know somebody was asking about ps4 pro you can probably play it on ps4 pro just fine um but uh but the atmosphere of it and the, the stealth gameplay. And then there's like, I love it when games have like little games within the game. You know, um, like you're hacking something and you have this like Game Boy looking thing. And you have to like line up the lines and press it. Or or you have to like move the joysticks on when you're like hacking this panel. You move this jo- these little dots into these circles or something. And it's like simple stuff. But it's like, this is cool. This is not just like, um, this is not just, I don't know. You just go up and press a button. It's like it's actually. It feels a little bit more interactive. It feels like there's a little bit more than just than just running around, and it's like goofy. It feels. It gives it like a level of polish that's
1: really nice. Yeah, uh, for anybody who hasn't played Soma, um, it's a good game. But it's uh, but it, man, I must have played it on the OG PS4. I hope it's pro patched because it it didn't run all that well. Like I feel like it had some frame rate issues and just. I don't know. Uh so some of it's a good game, but I don't know how much I really recommend it. Hopefully hopefully there's like gonna be a PS five version or something. Who knows, man. But anyway, uh, the point is is that yeah, this is this is ridiculous. This is above and beyond the kind of things that I expected to ever see in dreams sort of always expected to see 20, 30 minute experiences uh, that people, you know, put a lot of love into and, uh, and, you know, took a lot of time working on. Uh, this is obviously something that somebody spent a lot of time on. Uh, and the fact that it's two hours long and it has all this variety and that it looks and plays as well as it does. It's great. Uh, I will double down and say, yes, it is. Um, even, even knowing the left to rot type issue with where you're using the right analog stick to try to pick up items and stuff. Even with that knowledge, I struggled big time trying to pick up items in this. Um, But besides that, I mean, again, it's a game made in dreams, and it never.
0: I will say it never got me like killed or anything. There was a couple times where like I struggled to interact with an object uh, for sure. That happened a few times, but it never got me killed. So I don't think it was ever like a deal breaker. And and it is entirely totally worth playing through. That one small issue, you know. I've been playing some other games. Uh, where these are games I paid for, and I overcame those issues. <laughs> this is a free game, and it's better than most of the shit I pay for, uh, so I, I'll take it. I'll take it for now.
1: Absolutely. And guys, if, uh, if you're looking for more Dreams games to play, uh, AJ did an entire stream of tons of new uh, Dreams be it, uh, games that are compatible with PSVR over on PSVR Underground, so make sure you subscribe to him uh, and check out his videos on this. He, he also made a... Um, You also made an actual list of games, uh, an actual video with just like a list of games if you don't want to sit through like a three-hour stream, right?
0: Right, uh, the games I streamed yesterday are not the same as the games in the list. Um, those are brand new games, but I did make a new top ten list for games that weren't in my previous list. Um, so yeah, check it all out. There's timestamps and everything uh, on the on the stream. Go check out some of my gameplay of Pressure Man. Go go see what this is like uh, if you're interested. Go see the. You can go play the Castlevania one yourself. Um, Because you need to. And make sure you just support these dreamers, man. These guys are uh, spending months and months, in some cases a year, of their life to to make these. And and they're really good. And I I think that, like, I really believe that they're better than a lot of what the entire VR, not just PSVR, the entire VR library. These games really are better than a lot of that stuff. And I think you'll be pleasantly surprised.
1: Absolutely, I agree. It's nice to see that that people haven't given up on dreams. That people are still uh, 100% like you know gung ho about making new content for it. Guys, it's it's 20 bucks here in the state. Uh, frequently goes on sale for 10 dollars. Like if you don't own Dreams, you're out of your mind. Like just to, to stop in once a month and see what people have made. Uh, it's it's cool, man. It's cool this, it, yep. you know, we don't have Mar- an early access program or, or any other way to like see kind of like user-created content on PSVR. Like, this is like one of the only real ways to do that. Um so go support the community.
0: Mark Dows knows what's up, man. He's he's playing all the games I recommended. He played Toboggan Run, which is like a bobsledding game uh which is new and I saw uh that. yeah, it's oh, It's very simple. It is so much fun and it's so smooth. Um you would not have to uh you do not have to worry about motion sickness unless you're very sensitive to that thing, yeah. but it but you know, a lot of the times, you know, I never get motion sick, but a lot of times I can feel it. I'm like, "Oh, this is rough," which is why I didn't recommend a couple uh roller coaster rides that I found in Dreams, but uh toboggan run is an absolute must as well. It is so simple and so much fun. You got to check it out for sure.
1: Yeah, anybody in the Dreams community, anybody who's uh, you know better, who stays in touch with those guys more than we do, um, you know, pat, send the word along. It's like we, we're not, we're obviously not going to cover games that don't have VR support, but you know, let, let anybody know who's made a cool dream uh, that yeah to flick the switch, give it, give us the option to play it in VR, uh, and then contact us, man. Like, give us the in uh, the indreams.me link, and uh, we'll check it out, and maybe one of us will make a video of it, play, stream it live on the channel, and and again, give it the love that it deserves. Um, we're, we're, always, yep. we're always happy to check these out. I, Dreams is, as far as I'm concerned, one of the best reasons to own a PlayStation 5 if you have PSVR. Yep. Which sort of brings us into our main topic of the day. That
0: is correct, Brian. As we mentioned at the start of the show, I don't know if you heard it or not, but it is the one year anniversary of PlayStation 5. Now, uh I'm going to let you kick things off, Brian, but I just want to say. This is new territory for me because I'm not usually a day one console buyer. I usually wait like a year or two. But given the circumstance, given that we are content creators, that we have a whole community that that relies on us to play stuff and give them the feedback, we have a year's worth of feedback for you all in one little
1: simple podcast, ain't that right, Brian? I mean, I guess, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, listen, before before we really get into the conversation, I do want to point out that Blueju, the underground game cat, hit us up with a thirty dollars tip. Says, "I love how, despite the technical difficulties, we're all still here, loving the show to pieces. Thanks for all you do. Cheers, Brian." Um, that Thank that you, is Jew. so on you. Like that is one hundred percent the community being an awesome community. I was sitting here waiting for you know the subscriber count or the uh, the view count people watching live to drop to zero while we're trying to figure that shit out and it never happened like you, you guys just kept sticking around and hanging out and entertaining yourselves uh so thank you so very much for that you guys are amazing and thank you pollute for the uh awesome donation and of course we also have salvador with the five dollar tips is just stopping by to say sup everyone can't wait for rangi tomorrow
0: what well, uh salvador he's gonna be requesting rangi 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 i don't know how you say it is that a cool. game I, you know, what's funny was I thought, yeah, he, he requ- yeah, it's, uh, it's, I, mean, uh, I know
1: I reviewed it. I'm, pi- I'm picturing this puzzle game. Flat-shaded. Yeah. It's
0: like, a, it's like a, it's like a puzzle game. That's like colorful and old school like as hell. Native American inspired
1: um, kind of visuals like that kind of, uh,
0: yeah, I think thing. so.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Very, very like tribal, um, ish. Uh, we got Nick Mulo. I, I remember, yeah, I remember reviewing that back in the day. Wow, it's been so long. It's like all, all these games that just disappeared from my memory. Um, Nick Mulo, the right with the $5 tip, says 10 days left, AJ. Oh, oh man. The I got to finish No Man's Sky Exped-
0: Expedition. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it this time, I swear. I, I'm already more than halfway through it. So 10 days left for the Expedition No Man's Skies, everybody. Get Crazy your nice.
1: worm. Get your worm. Super cool video, bro, with the $5 tip says, How would you feel if development studios release smaller titles through dreams for purchase? Also, thinking about Mighty Morphin Power Cat as a username. I, <laughs> I love the username first and foremost. Um, yes. I, my friends and I used to watch Mighty Morphin's Power Rangers, like, ironically. Like, we didn't love it. We just thought it was goofy. Like, to, to be like, we love Power Rangers. Uh, we were way too old for that shit. But it was, but so that, yeah, I've got a little soft spot in my heart for that. Um <laughs> But yeah, no, I think I think I think people should be able to charge money for games made in Dreams. Um, but I don't I don't I don't know if we're there. I don't know if we're at a point where like it's it's easy to be able to discern like what you should be able to pay for and what you shouldn't pay for.
0: Right. You don't know. Like, like it's it's tough. And I think I think that's something that they should have had ready at launch. Yeah. To do. Um, but, but there's, uh, but that's just not what the platform is. I do think it would be great for dreams to have some sort of way to monetize something to to support creators, uh, because I think it'd give a lot more incentive to create stuff. Um, like, like if the game is good enough or gets enough awards, can be purchased outside of dreams or something yeah. I don't know. It, it, but nothing, the way they've built it, is kind of like free and open and they give you the option to share it or don't share it yep. and that's about as much as you can do. Um, but but yeah, it definitely would have been better if there was some incentive to uh, like that.
1: Yeah, I, I think that, you know, so many people are opposed to just buying Dreams, uh, which is fine, whatever, you know, like people are like, oh, I don't want to create things and I don't want to play things that feel like early access or like, you know, I want to play real games, like whatever, man, it's fine. We all have, well, you know, our own preferences, things that we like to play and things to do. But um, but I do think that uh, it would be great and also show the value of Dreams if, you know, there was a vetting process where, you know, Media Molecule could look at games and then say, sure, this is this is good enough for, you know, to be placed on sale in the PlayStation Store as a made-in-Dreams creation. But you can play outside of Dreams, five bucks, bam, you know, like give something like, um, you know, some, what, what was the game we just talked about? <laughs> Uh, pressure, pressure. Like you know, five bucks to play a two-hour game. Like that's a better deal than a lot of the a lot of the crap that we've gotten on PlayStation VR, right? And so, um, and then, and then, of course, it makes Dreams look like an even better deal. You'd be like, oh, I could buy four of these games, or I could just buy Dreams and play them all for free, right? So I think it would be one would help the other. People would play a couple games and then psh, end up buying uh, Dreams after they're like, well, I'm not spending any more money on this. I could just play these for free. But uh, anyway, so. Let's get back into it, man. Let's get back into it. PlayStation 5 is one year old today, uh, and we've had the console since launch. I'm also not a huge uh, proponent of buying consoles at launch. I've done it a few times. I think I got the Vita and PSP on day one, PS4 and PS5 on day one, and that's pretty much the extent of my day one console purchases, and I've been a gamer for fucking 40 years. So there's that leaves 30 consoles that I did not buy on day one um mm-hmm. and, and so this is this is sort of new for me too uh and and so kind of getting in there on day one and, try, and and saying hey this isn't this isn't perfect and being patient and waiting for uh for sony to kind of like bring updates and and and, and for games to come uh, it all sort of uh it, it's it's kind of new to me but kind of not new to me um I, I think everybody should wait a year before buying a console honestly typically i did
0: that for for ps4 um you know, as much as I wanted it, I mean, I was lucky enough. You, you just gotta have like a friend that has one. In the meantime, yeah. <laughs> you know, you can you can always rely on that trusty friend. I was lucky enough; I had a roommate um, that that got a PS4 day one, nice. so I was able to kind of like, you know, use that and and get away with it. But then. After the first year, I think a, a, a Grand Theft Auto Five like bundle dropped or something. That's what I would usually wait for. Is wait for the re- the revision model that was still the same looking uh, and everything as the first model, but it was like a little bit power reduced. Re- uh, power reduced. Uh, power consumption was reduced, mm-hmm. and like came with a bundle was for, for like the same price
1: and some, some and better we- guts. Yeah, yeah. So let's start at the beginning, man. Like, back Beck, uh, one year ago, how do you think? How do you think Sony handled this launch? I mean, obviously we're in the middle of the pandemic, and uh, and so things were this was this was a very atypical console launch. Sony and Microsoft had to deal with releasing a new console, trying to launch a console during a pandemic. How do you think Sony did? Well,
0: um, it's a little bit different than I'm accustomed to, to be honest with you. I'm used to Sony having all the goods. And uh, also having, you know, these huge events like E3s and and stuff. Yeah. So so much has changed within last gen and this gen. And so it's been a lot different. Um, there was this gen has been the start of this gen. It, it almost seems like there's uh, there's a lot more, um, silence in between like certain announcements and stuff like, like, you know, I only see or, or Herman Holst or hear from Jim Ryan when there's a article interview they do, or when there's uh when there's a, a tweet for, for something that they say and, and say, congratulations or so, or, or we are, you know, they have like a basic message, but, but other than that, like, I haven't really like, they don't, they don't go up on stage uh, anymore and, and talk about things or, um, it's, it's a little bit different. And, and so I've had to get
1: uh, used to that. Um, do you think, do you think that there's a reason for that? I I know that you're, you're not big on the new regime and, and how they, and how they do things quite yet. Um, you think, you think, I know that you think they'd still have to prove themselves, but do you think that maybe things are going really well on the PlayStation five sales front? Right, they're just selling consoles left and right, and uh, basically anyone that every PlayStation Five that gets made gets sold, right? So there's not there's not really many sitting on shelves, uh, and if you do happen to see one on a shelf, consider yourself pretty fucking lucky, right? So what? Any time that they say anything, if they mention PSVR two or if they you know show off a new game. The comments are always the same. What's the point? I can't buy a PlayStation 5 anyway. Right? It's always this ne- a those, huge, sure. huge amount of negativity surrounding it, being people that can't buy one. So I almost feel like it's in Sony's best interest to just fucking sit down and shut up, as my old bus driver used to say. Like, just d- let, let the console sell. Well, and then when and supply has- catches up to demand, then you can start talking a little bit more and people won't be so fucking upset about every word you say. Well, and I think that's one thing that they have kind of got right is
0: that they released this console with some exclusives. They they talked about what made the console special, things like the SSD, um, and they so they they came out with with some games with some hardware. They've they've innovated some, which is great because I always that's why I've always uh, loved Sony was was that the the innovation was there um this year being the 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 dual sense and the haptic triggers ad- adaptive triggers and haptic feedback um, the games obviously got a big bump uh, i still believe wholeheartedly that psvr2 ps5 vr is going to be The thing that makes me go, whoa, this is definitely like next generation futuristic feeling. This feels such a drastic leap from last gen. I think when you take a PS4 Pro and you go to a PS5, the base console, excluding VR, um, I don't think that there's a huge difference. Um, There is a difference, but I don't know if it's a $500 worth difference. Um, well, we've got but to again, a point,
1: though. we've gotten to a point where, you know, it used to be when you got a PlayStation one, it was a dramatic, dramatic, a uh, huge difference from the thing you just had before you had a super Nintendo. And now you get this thing that that's like killing it with 3d graphics, right? And PlayStation two, like made those 3d graphics look amazing. Right. And then, and then pretty much from PlayStation three on, it was like just minor differences. Sure. You know, if you're like really, really big on resolution or frame rate, like great, but like really, really, really it's 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 hard to tell those differences and and even though the power is you know exponentially more with every single upgrade it's getting harder and harder to see those differences for the casual gamer people who aren't looking for you know the difference between 30 fps and 60 fps or, or or 1080p and in, in 4k right so i i am 100% there that yeah if you have a pro and you jump to a PlayStation 5 those differences are even less easy to 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 notice now because um, because you had a mid mid-cycle upgrade, you 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 had a PlayStation 4.5, and so the leap to PlayStation 5 wasn't all that big. Um, and so, and so, I really I really hope that a lot of people who jumped in at PlayStation 5 launch were jumping in from the OG um, for that major upgrade, uh, because and then they then they saw something a little bit more than you know you and I and a lot of this community saw.
0: Right. Um... A lot of the yeah, the some of the quality of life things um, that the PS5 launched with uh, were were a little bit of an issue too. I see people saying folders in the chat. You know, that was one thing I didn't like. I'm guessing this this is this is what makes it so difficult is that, and this is why I say like the the new leadership still has a lot to prove to me personally. Um, but as Stingray X pointed out. I don't for one second disregard that they did this during really trying times during a pandemic. And we saw a lot of, um, we saw a lot of entertainment industry collapse and, and really disappear completely. And I think they had their hands full with what they're still dealing with, which it's, it sucks to see that they're still dealing with supply chain issues, um, that are pandemic related and will continue and, to
1: for like the next year.
0: Well, I don't. Is that supposed to be for the next year? Oh yeah, people are saying that this is going
1: straight through 2022, big time.
0: Well, that is definitely problematic and unfortunate. Um, but I don't know. I'm I'm getting mixed messages around when it comes to that um, because it sounds because obviously you know it's like in one way it's the it's the highest fastest selling console of all time uh, at launch or anyways at least and then in another way there's still these huge issues um, so it's like it's it's been a, a bit of a rocky road um, and you know for me I bought a Playstation 5 to get ready for Playstation VR 2 yep. and as a VR player it there has been some highlights um, but I feel like they're specifically for me that those highlights have uh, i've benefited stuff like dreams stuff like no man's sky yep. i was I, there, it didn't feel like um it, it doesn't feel like it was a very smooth transition though in that like every game just got boosted every game you know got better graphics enhanced in fact it was very much like no you have to make a ps5 game if you want to if you're going to want to um you know make a ps5 patch like a true ps5 patch rather than just harnessing some of the hardware you have to you have to have the full new gear and and full new skew and everything and um and i was hoping for a little bit smoother transition of of some kind of way to kind of keep us uh entertained keep us keep us getting stuff in the meantime that was more than just more ps4 content that's backwards compatible
1: yeah, it does. It does seem like that's uh, that's been the case. And you know, before we before we get to the games themselves, it's it is it is a little strange that we took a major step backwards. I think with the UI. Um, I've been using this thing for a year, and there are still things that I don't like about the UI. Things that I'm like, even you know, like just like why why is this so? needlessly complicated or why is it so needlessly difficult yep. S- simple little things i mean a, a simple things as simple as folders you know like hey that was a great addition to the playstation 4 you know that we got barely early on right i don't remember when that happened but when we got it it was like oh this is great why didn't we have this from the beginning well, folders, came, folders came late but they yeah. came way late. But but it was but we all loved it so much. It was like a little bit yeah. crazy that, you know, like this all oh, this was a great addition to the UI. Why wouldn't that be there with the PlayStation 5 launch? And there's so many little things, man, that just don't make sense with the PlayStation 5. I you know, I'm constantly any time I'm trying to bring up the uh the menu at the bottom of the screen, I, I I I still tap the PlayStation button and then go, "Nope, that's not it." And then I hold the PlayStation button. It's like just little things, man, that like just don't seem to didn't seem to come together the way that they should have. Um but you know, that's that's UI and we'll we'll get over the UI and, and whatever. It's fine. They'll and they'll keep changing it throughout the course of uh the entire uh generation. Um but I think I think you and I, uh in, in most of the community, we care about games. Like that's like one hundred percent. We'll deal we'll deal with like the little the little things in the launch hurdles, uh feeling like we're kind of like in a beta program for the UI. Uh we'll deal with all of that. Um and, and I know that you and I come at this with a little bit of a different perspective than, than the normal PlayStation 4, PlayStation 5 gamer, because we are so obsessed with VR that it takes a lot for us to get out there and play something that isn't VR. Um, right. But still, so so I, so this took a little bit of research on my part, or on our part, and looking looking through and seeing what games had, been, had come out for PlayStation 5 over the last year, and kind of comparing that... Um, Comparing that to PlayStation 1 through 4 to kind of get a good sense of, hey, how was this launch compared to PlayStation 1 through 4, right? Because you look at the launch, fine, launch lineup games, they're they're some good, some bad, whatever, but then you look at the first full year to get a a really good feeling of how everything went down. And I'll tell you, man, looking looking at PlayStation 5 games, the number of them that are playstation 4 and playstation 5 games that are just that are simply just not playstation 5 exclusive a reason to buy the console right i don't care if they're on the series x what i mean is like you have to upgrade to play this game there's Mm -hmm. just there's so few and far between and even a lot of them honestly are are smaller indie games that just were like hey yeah this is only on playstation 5 um, if you look at the first year of PlayStation 5, you know, like, again, some, you're going to hear a lot of games that you could play on PlayStation 4. Assassin's Creed Valhalla, Astro's Playroom, Borderlands 3, Bug Snacks, Demon's Souls, which is really nice. Uh, Devil May Cry 5 Special Edition, The Pathless, Watchdog Legion, uh, Watchdog's Legion, The Dark Pictures Anthology, Deathloop, which is awesome, uh, or by all accounts is awesome. I didn't play it. Returnal, which is awesome. I played that. Ken Bridge of Spirits, which Returnal is so fantastic. Returnal is one of the few non VR games that I was like, oh, this is.
0: This yeah. is what I'm uh, what I'm after here.
1: Definitely, of uh, Spirits and Medium, Aliens Fire Team Elite, uh, Resident Evil Village, Oddworld Soulstorm. Again, a lot of these are great games, but a lot of them are also available on PlayStation Four. So it was like, what are we what are we upgrading from PlayStation Four to pl- PlayStation Five for? Slightly better frame rate, slightly yeah. better graphics. I mean, not a whole lot. Um, and so when you compare it to something like, I mean, one of my favorite consoles of all time is the PlayStation Two. And dude, I was so shocked. I was so shocked that some of my favorite PlayStation Two games were in the first. They came out in the first year. Like it had, it had a radically different first year than anything else. Tekken Tag Tournament, Armored Core Two, Dead or Alive Two Hardcore, Dynasty Warriors Two, Midnight Club, Smugglers Run, Orphan Sign of Sorcer- Sorcery. That was a guilty pleasure. Uh, Ridge Racer Five, Silent Scope, SSX, Street Fighter X Three, um, Summoner, Time Splitters, Unreal Tournament, uh, X Squad, MotoGP, ECO, first year. Uh, Jade Cocoon Two, Devil May Cry 1 first First Year—that was that, shocking to me. Oh, Extermini- that's a first year game. Wow. Yeah, like right, I think right on the cusp. Extermination, The Bouncer, Zone of the Enders. I mean, like, w- wow, what a fucking amazing first year that the PlayStation Two had. That you know you, these games weren't available on PlayStation One, right? And and a lot of these were PlayStation Two exclusive, you know, and you just couldn't get them anywhere else. Um, mm-hmm. and, and and as I went back and looked at PlayStation Three and PlayStation Four, you know. As you progress through the years, obviously exclusives become less prominent. Um, but but man, it, it, do, it does seem like with every console, the first year becomes less and less exciting. I know a lot of people are like, this is the way it's always been. I don't know why you're so surprised that the first year isn't very exciting. No, it's not, not the way it's always been. In fact, the first year for PlayStation 1, 2, and 3 were fucking incredible. Like, I mean, PlayStation 3, I should probably backtrack a little bit on that. Yeah, <laughs> there were there were some really great Worst moments, games. but whoa, the li- like later in a PlayStation Three is when it really started to shine. But PlayStation One and Two for sure uh, had unbelievable first years, um, and then PlayStation Three, Four, and Five were sort of like you know it's like ah, if you- there's no real reason you need to have this thing on year one, um, and that's and that's sort of where I'm still at with PlayStation Five. I love it. I'm yeah. so glad that I have it, right, and mm-hmm. and especially knowing how difficult it is to get one, I'm like really glad to have it, um, but. Yeah but i th- you know again we're coming from a very very different angle here and we are absolutely looking for um looking for PlayStation VR2 and sony's silence on that front while understandable while they're trying to focus on PlayStation 5 they don't want to hear from people who are saying what's the point of PlayStation VR2 we can't even get a PlayStation 5 which is a, a valid complaint like i'm i'm using a stupid voice and trying you know I, but i'm not making fun of anybody who says that because Really, what is the point of PlayStation VR two if you can't even get the console that powers it? It's it's been such a tough year um, and such a tough launch that I think Sony is kind of just doing the best that they can um, and just you know being as patient as they can. I think a lot of other developers or a lot of other hardware manufacturers would have rushed out some of these announcements and and focused on PlayStation VR two all year long. Um, and I and and I have a hard time have a hard time disagreeing with the way that Sony's handling things because you just have to kind of be quiet, let the system sell itself while it's fucking on top, let it sell and, you know, and just kind of wait for things in the world to get back to normal a little bit. I definitely think that, um,
0: that doing, releasing what they've done in this time has, has definitely thrown. I do feel like they have, they are dealing with things that they, have never had to deal with before that I may, dare I say that they weren't even prepared to deal with. Um, and I think that's fair to say because I mean, who kind of would be prepared, um, to, to deal with this. A lot of, a lot of the, you know, most of the world wasn't prepared. Um, but I don't know. I, I do feel like they have become a little bit more reactive than, than proactive and, Again, you know the the messaging, the communication behind everything. Um, I feel like at the core, yes, at the in the big picture, they're they're doing the right thing. Um, they've done they've done a lot of the right things. What I think feel like they need to greatly improve is a is almost all of the little things. stuff um, stuff like, you know, I don't know where they're at with PlayStation VR2 or ps5 vr i don't know where how long they've been working on it but but it does seem like that they are a little behind it feels like it you know what i mean maybe 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 that's not the case i could be completely wrong but it has felt like they are a little behind on opportunities and and I definitely feel like a lot of the little things. The, it's it's the little things all over the place. Little things like, um, like the UI of the of the PS5, like the store of the PS5, that's sometimes <laughs> having issues that they and um and uh the little things like like getting a consistent showcase or event that can consistently deliver on expectations, which it just feels like it's all over the place. It feels like state of plays are sometimes great. Uh, no, it actually – state of plays just always feel like um, they're all they, – they feel like they're all over the place. And um, I don't know. I worry that they are just – some of the new new people uh, – it's not entirely their fault, but I do worry that they're in over their head sometimes. Um, but they <laughs> like they have constantly. all it's a, constantly
1: they definitely deliver yep. the feeling that they just either don't know what they're doing or they're way in way over their heads, which is crazy for a multi billion dollar corporation. Right? right? How is that a thing? Yeah, you
0: shouldn't. You know, I've worked in not as big a corporation as this, obviously, but I've worked in some big corporations, and you know, we've always had teams that immediately start working on things and tackling things and investing in things and when when we've had to make adjustments around certain things and um I don't I don't know man it's the, the what's funny is that the same thing kind of happened with my with the the corporation I worked for where it it came down to getting some new leadership and um and that new leadership being very business oriented and I and I feel like um I, I do wanna give this new uh this new leadership a chance. Um but as a day one purchase as a day one PS five owner, it's it definitely feels like um it's it's kind of like why do the, the like it's like almost like the, the early adopters are the ones that kinda of have to wait the longest, be the mo- most patient um well it's it's always been this kind of feeling like the longer you wait the better it's going to be kind of thing mm-hmm. um and you know i don't know i guess that's just the way it has to be sometimes but but i don't know man you know what you know what would make me happy is if next month they come out and do a full showcase and say here's next generation of VR? Jim Ryan did a PS blog like this is the one year anniversary and this is what I'm talking about. This is what bothers me when it comes to little things. Yeah. Jim Ryan did a PlayStation blog thing for the one year anniversary, and and then Herman Holst does a tweet, and they're and they're very just like they're very plain like they don't. Like, I don't know. Um, they're very basic, like, formal kind of stuff. But, but it's again, it's just weird because I just feel like I'm not used to this yet. Um, I'm used to Sony announcing stuff on a big stage. I'm used to, to yeah. marketing on a big stage. To to whenever they would have something to say, they would show up there in front of the cameras and say these things. They wouldn't. Um, it just, to me, it's kind of strange leadership leading an entire 110-plus million uh, player base by tweets and PS blog posts. It just doesn't make sense. It's just really weird to me. And and I don't think it bodes well for the future if they continue to do it that way. But hopefully in the future, those things have changed.
1: Yeah, I mean, if they see, th- if they see things that aren't working, they're obviously going to change. But it's very possible that the way they're doing things now is working just fine. Um, because, again... I don't think they want to be loud and boisterous and, and, and shouting anything from the rooftop right now. It's like, let the console sell and we will get to everything else that they have to offer as soon as, as, as soon as the, as soon as they can, as soon as it makes sense financially. And from a community standpoint uh, right now, uh, I just don't, I, they say anything right now, like I'm, there's a part of me, right? So, so, you know, we, we, we've been talking about this December event and, you know the rumors have been strong. Uh, I've heard from all sorts of different sources, all sorts of different places that this rumor is could be accurate. There's a part of me that says Sony could very easily back off their PSVR two um, uh, reveal uh, next month, right? But just because they're saying, "Hey, like you know, we we had to cut back." on our projections for PlayStation 5 sales because the pandemic is killing us the chip shortages are killing us we can't manufacture enough to even meet the goals it's selling faster than anybody expected it to and they still can't they can't meet their projected goals because they can't manufacture these fast enough and so that is their focus that is 100% their focus making sure that they get as many of these things out to as many people as possible and they don't want to disrupt that message by like you know talking to the 10% maybe 15% of people who are gonna buy a PlayStation 5 with the intention of, uh, of playing PSVR 2 on it. Now, our, our community, just FYI, getting back to the poll that we put up here, um, I put up a poll that says, did you buy a PlayStation 5 with most of your intention to play PSVR 2 games? 67% of our community said yes. And we're the hardcore PSVR community, right? And so think about how, like, that 67% isn't that great of a majority when you're talking to a VR audience. Like think about think about the PS five owners as a whole. Think about that community, and I could I could absolutely see uh, that number being very 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 the,
0: low. The, the problem I have is that when there is it's it's the missed opportunities that are killing me. The miss the and when there's stuff like the. We don't have the official numbers on Quest, but we're we're expecting around like five million when you compare that when you add the Quest One and Quest Two. I think the Quest Two is responsible for supposed to be responsible for three four million of that at least. Um, and the problem to me is that when you sell, w- yes, I understand they have to have PS5s first, but when you're selling, when you're at thirteen or ten, how many PS5s are they sold right now? Do you know? Uh, um, I don't, no, I don't. It's, it's between like 10 and 12, 13 million, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, and when you sold that much and the Quest is projected to have sold like almost half of that, then that to me kind of feels like you've missed an opportunity by delaying so long. I don't think there's a problem. You know, I didn't have a problem with them delaying the launch of PSVR 2 or, or whatever. But the amount, but to me, when, when it just seems like they're just. They got to things started they got things started when they did is when I was like "Ugh like that's when especially when you see somebody else on the market capitalizing you know able to get these items out, able to sell them um able to you know give something for developers to have to to make some revenue and gener- and keep building the v r ecosystem um that's what kind of where I feel like the opportunity was missed when if the if that is true that there's like a five million um, thing that's a that's a third of what the PS fives are selling right now and so to me it's like yes you had this idea the strategy of we don't want it to be too expensive at launch bundled with the headset mm-hmm. um, but when there's another headset on the market that's eating up a lot of that you know you're your potential space there then then i feel like you have missed an
1: opportunity yeah i mean if you if you're comparing apples to apples though and you're saying only maybe like you know what 5% 10% of, of ps ps playstation owners are buying a vr headset to go along with their console um, then you know they they're not talking about missing out on 5 6 7 million in sales they're talking about missing out on 1 million right and so and so there's a part of me again i'm the i'm the guy uh, probably both of us, you and I, more than anybody else on the face of the planet, like we want PlayStation VR two now, fuck everything that makes sense. We want it now. Right? right. But, but honestly, like the number of people who buy PlayStation VR two uh, for their PlayStation five right now is probably about a million people. Right. Based based on the numbers that may maybe may 2 million. Who knows? It's not, it's not a huge number. So I, I, I just wouldn't want to see them getting in, getting in their own way to satisfy 2 million people. Uh, when they're when they're you know they're trying it's to not it's not to
0: satisfy yeah it's not to satisfy two million people though there are millions of people out there waiting for PSVR two that true. have been saying this since day one there is if you think um, yeah I mean for for every PSVR one for every Quest user there is like triple that waiting for PSVR two right now
1: um and they're gonna continue and- to wait like and, and i think and i think you know and again I'm, i i hate like siding with sony and being like this is the right thing to do but like it just because because i want playstation vr 2 now i do i'm absolutely we're fucking ready for it right and, and even if quest 3 comes out between now and then which it probably will um you know people will buy that and then and then and when psvr 2 I, I know that sony knows this when psvr 2 comes out none of that's gonna matter Right when, when 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 you know what you know about PlayStation VR two and you know what you know about the competition, there's just there's just no there is no competition. When we, when PSVR two comes out, they're just gonna crush it. Whether that be tomorrow or whether that be a year from now, they're just gonna crush it. And so I can I can see why they're waiting. It sucks though because as a gamer, I want that shit last year. I want that shit on PS five launch day. Right? I, I don't I don't want to wait. We've been the we're, we're in a we're in a very interesting place when it comes to PSVR one right now. We can tell by the sales figures. We can tell by the games that are being sold. Which games are being sold? When Song of the Smoke doesn't place on a top ten list the month it comes out, being one of the greatest PlayStation VR games we've played. When it doesn't place on the sales charts, we know what's going on. Not a lot. Of people even
0: when the even when the top sales charts doesn't mean a lot anymore. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's the thing. Is is like I said I just that's why that's when I feel like they were in over their head in this situation they they weren't prepared for this um what I, the benefits of this though is that the longer that it takes um which I still hope is not too long I I'm praying for a uh, as soon as possible release mm-hmm. um but the the longer it takes it gives more time to get polished it gives more time to get games developed for it um and so there's going to be benefits to that as well. There's going to be benefits to us having have waited so long. Yeah. There's going to be huge benefits to that. But I don't. I still don't think it's a wise decision to wait too long, unless everybody else on the market that has a VR headset just comes out and completely whiffs, um, which some of these are. Uh, you know, I see this new HTC thing that like doesn't have controllers it's not meant for games there's a lot of vr headsets going this social route or trying to get into ar um stuff and i don't think that's what's going to push vr as a medium i think games are are what's going to do that and that's the part that drives me crazy is that sony are the perfect uh you know um, company to do this to be the ones to to get this amazing tech and software as well for gaming because I think gaming is the answer to getting VR into more people's interests. If you take away the gaming, uh, VR is going to still remain niche forever.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely, uh, and I, and I think that's again one one of the many things that Sony's thinking is that they they have found the solution to make VR games easier to make. Black games easier to bring into VR, and and that is going to revolutionize the VR world because because no one else has found a way to do that yet. You know, not without like some some hacks uh, like Borpex or something, which is just like you know. We're, we're, we want to give these tools to creators, not modders or hackers. We want we want an actual real experience that developers can deliver the game that they want to bring us. Uh, and I think that that's right. where we're at with Sony, uh, and uh, and I and I do think that that is worth waiting for. I hope. Cause God, if they fucking biff this, I'm like, I'm out, man. I'm out. I'm, 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 yep. gonna, go, I'm gonna go make pizzas for a living or something because yeah. I just can't, just can't handle it anymore, <laughs> man. Uh, Jeremy, look, it's a GameCat butthole with the five dollar tip. Says, let it be known, I have a pizza bet with Aceville. Uh, the bet is that PSVR two will be announced in December. Yeah, as 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 much as as much as I'm, I'm getting nervous about that December event, I'm still one hundred percent there with you. I really hope it's it, they don't they don't change their plans. Um, we will see. We'll see how this all goes down, man. It's going to yeah, be very, very, I mean, interesting. It's,
0: it's shocking to me that the messaging today that they did, I mean, it's it's shocking to me, to be honest with you, because the holidays coming up, and don't you want, like, a big push for, for the holidays? Um, and this actually can introduce a uh, viewer takeover question that we had because I think it does bring up – a uh, a good question. But but today, like I mean just it just seems like just regular marketing one oh one. Blue Jew, the underground game cat. Elite Name Squad in the House says in the viewer takeover section in our Discord, hashtag viewer takeover. Do you think it's possible there might be a mass stealth release of PS5s for Christmas time since it's a prerequisite for PSVR 2? That could be possible, I think. It would make sense that they might have the shortage situation fixed, but just keeping quiet for now since just the mention of PS5 still pisses so many people off.
1: So. I think, I think, that's it, the thing. I think getting PS fives on store shelves now, instead of selling, they, they totally screwed up when it came to scalpers. Obviously they got, they let scalpers get their hands on way too many PlayStation fives. And so they screwed yeah. up the online sales, getting those into stores and making in, and, in, and, and so that stores can regulate, you know, how many you can buy like physically in person. That's, that's, that is already going to start changing, uh, how, how this console is being sold and how, uh, and how much of a grip scalpers have on the current price tag that was a, that was a major good step by Sony, finally getting these things over to like physical retailers. You know, I understand they didn't want to do it during the pandemic. They didn't want to have like a thousand people all standing in front of a store together, you know, passing COVID around, uh, trying to get a PlayStation Five. Smart move, yes. But you kind of biffed the smart move, right? You you'll add you'll add scalpers to get their hands on it. Um, so they're they're already making good changes in terms of that and allowing these things to be sold for for Christmas. I 100% agree. That's that's great but i don't i don't think they can make a bigger push for for the holidays i don't think that's even possible if they're selling every one that they make then what's then they can't make a bigger push the push has already been made and it's and it's successful right right i still thought it was yeah i
0: mean that's that's the bizarre situation that we are in that i keep seeing that um yeah that they can't they're not even in a position to to market i mean to, to to have like a big Christmas push. It'll be interesting to see if they do that or not. I mean, to me, the signs are looking like there isn't. Or or if they again are just doing what you said and they're just kind of sitting back and shutting up and just letting it sell.
1: Right. I mean, because that's working. all they can do, and it's working. Yeah. Right. Why? <laughs> well, that's don't, all they don't, can do. As don't well. announce a new game if you don't have to. Don't announce a new exclusive. Don't announce a headset if you don't have to. Like you don't need to do anything right now. Sony found themselves in a really interesting situation. I don't if you remember this in the PlayStation Four era where they kind of showed all their cards too early. They had they had the E three of dreams like three years in a row, and so when it finally came to E three, um, you know the one of the the fourth year it was like oh, shit we got nothing to show these people and all they could do was show footage of games that they've already d- already revealed and so i think sony kind of learned a hard lesson then saying don't show all your cards at once man wait until you need to wait until wait until people are like what am i buying this thing for and then fucking reveal something big right right now they don't need to reveal anything i don't either. mind i don't mind showing teasing even just like a game
0: like a, the name you know like they showed this wolverine game right mm-hmm. and it was nothing but a quick cgi cutscene, and then it said wolverine and like i've never minded that strategy i mean hell when you sell a record-breaking amount of consoles from that generation your your company profits the most it has in a long time in in like 20 years or something breaking more records then I think that it's okay to do those things sometimes. I understand there are people that really get annoyed with, with early announcements and stuff, and it can, And I know the disasters that it can lead to. Um, and, but I don't know. But I, I still think it's okay to kind of, uh, I don't know. I, what they're doing right now in that regard I think is fine. But again, you know, I would still like to hear more about PSVR 2. Basically, and I hope we do soon. Like yeah. even if it, even if PSVR two is coming out holiday uh, holiday twenty twenty two, which we haven't got anything official yet, we don't know. Uh, it would still be nice to know a little bit more about it by now and get to and get to know what's like. But but again, I just don't feel like I think the reason we haven't heard it is because they're just not they don't have it prepared. They don't have it ready yet. Um, they just got the uh, the dev kits out. Uh, what? Six months ago, eight months ago, six, seven months ago? Depends on who you talk to. Um, yeah, try it, but I don't know. It just, I, I want to see them get back to
1: being ahead of the game a little bit, ahead of the
0: curb. Yeah,
1: yeah, and I think I, I think that's uh, that's probably probably why they're waiting. They want to make sure that they don't that they don't uh, that they don't screw this up. They want to make sure that they are ready to go, that they've got games ready to go at lunch, that they're really, really, really able to uh, to sell this thing to us. You know, it wasn't like PlayStation VR One was a, a failure by any stretch of the imagination. It was it it was an interesting no. experiment. It, it sold pretty damn well for being an early VR headset, um, and uh, and I just I just don't I just don't think that's where they want to be with PlayStation VR Two. I, I think they want to blow the doors off this thing. They want they want VR we can go I, I really want to have a discussion with you someday about whether vr games will replace flat screen gaming or how much it should replace flat screen gaming in the future <laughs> i think that's just <laughs> a, so many people get up in arms about that and, and, I'm, and i'm and i'm and i've got tons of things i want to say about that so we should have a I've conversation told you. about that yeah yeah I'm but i'm fine I, with that but i do think you know again i keep going back to this hybrid games deal where where I think Sony just wants to give you the option to play all of these. So not replace. If you want to sit back on your couch and play some video games, great. You've got that. But, I'll, but also have the option to play all of these in VR as well. Um, and so that's just something that we haven't really seen before. And, uh, and, and when you do something that big and that interesting, and in that, in that game-changing to uh, the industry, you don't want to rush it. You want to make sure everyone understands exactly what they're doing. Um, real quick, um, Shades of Grey Matter with the Canadian five dollars says backlog. Backlog Club game this week is Until You Fall. It's free with PlayStation Plus, so come on and join us in the Discord. Uh, yeah, Backlog Club, people getting caught up on old games. It's a great idea. Um, until You Fall is a good one. I want to get back in there and defeat the harder levels. i have only to the normal level, whatever the one you start on is. All right, man. Well, listen. Let's 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 end this. We, I know we we obviously went off and talked a lot about PlayStation VR two for this discussion because. PSVR Games Cast Live, man. Like we're as much as PlayStation 5 is fun for flat screen gaming, whatever else, uh we've got a we've got a very unique angle on uh, on this discussion that probably yep. most channels are not having. Uh so so thank you guys for hanging out for that. <laughs> Let's finish this conversation off, AJ, with an assessment of do you think people should buy a PlayStation 5 right now? <clears throat> um it's a tricky question. I think
0: it depends on what your situation is. I think you get the biggest advantage of getting a PS5 right now. Um, If, especially if you, A, had an OG PS4, B, plan to play a lot of games, and C, want to be prepared for the future. Um, You can also tack on other things, like, do you still play flat games? Uh, do Do you love Dreams and No Man's Sky? There are several people that qualify for yes you need a ps5 like yesterday um i am one of those people in a way um that being said i did have a psvr pro ps4 pro and so like the leap wasn't huge for me um and i think for a lot of those people the thing is uh so, so like that's that's what I would say about that. If those, if you fall into those categories of those benefits, really apply to you, then yes, there's plenty of reason. Especially because the future, I don't think there's any huge rush. Just like how I would, as a consumer before being a content creator, uh, I would always wait a year or two for a console. I think that's the general consensus right now for me. Is that uh, that's okay to wait you're not you're losing anything you're not going to gain anything by waiting a little bit longer um and and i think that's the biggest recommendation i could give uh you can it's it costs almost less to get a ps4 than it does a ps4 i mean a ps5 than it does a ps4 pro at it, this point Or it costs, it, yeah, it you costs can the find same one
1: in stores yes
0: yeah so so it really depends um obviously i think the uh the best you could do is if you if if you always have everything you have you have a a, a every every console every headset whatever you can but that's not applicable to everybody. So, um, me personally, I freaking love my PS Five despite the things that make me super frustrated, despite the painstaking like long wait that it is taking to get more PSVR news and announcements um, and. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of frustrations that have come along with it, uh, but there have been tons of cool bright spots for me as well, and I I personally love it, and I'm it, it's happy. It makes me happy knowing that when the headset comes out, I just got to worry about the headset, and that's nice. the The problem, the biggest uh, frustration for me is is a lot of the little things and the waiting. Uh, I think is is the
1: is the hardest thing for me personally. Yeah, the waiting is. The hardest part. That's what. Uh, that's what they say. Yeah, I'm. 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 basically with you. Um, I like my PlayStation Five less than you do. <laughs> um, I feel like it's fine. Uh, but but it really is functioning essentially as a PlayStation Four Pro with a few added bells and whistles in terms of. Uh, hey, Dreams looks a whole lot better, and so does No Man's Sky. Um, but man, when you talk about like five games looking better um, on on PSBR, then that doesn't that doesn't have a lot of incentive for me uh games like Returnal have been fun uh Demon Souls looks beautiful it's just it's- Returnal is my favorite non VR game that benefit that I've gotten from PS5 that's for sure yeah it really it really comes down to is money no object if money's no object obviously you've got it or you're already buying it or whatever the case is that your plan is to pick one up um but man if if if, if you're really waiting for PlayStation VR2 um you know there's only there's only so much there's only so much I can empathize with Sony's Struggle at this point, right? I call it a struggle, even though they're absolutely killing it on the sales front. Um, they, but they are struggling uh, from a from a communication standpoint. I think, like you've like you said before, uh, and, and I and I do I do think that they need to find a solution to that. Um, you know, they need to make sure that there's something amazing to talk about in every state of play, or they do need to find a way to get stage presentations back because that's what they were always so good for, uh, so good at. Um, so for me, maybe it's less about maybe my enthusiasm is less about the console and more about you know just like this holding pattern that we're just kind of stuck in at the moment. It's fine if you've got a pro, I say maybe you can hold off, wait, wait for a PlayStation VR two release date. Maybe by then, um, maybe by then, will will we'll, they'll be easier to find? You'd, I
0: would. You'd have to imagine by the time PSVR two comes out that PS fives will be at least a little easier to get and obtain. They'll at least Absolutely. be back in stores because I think that's the number one del- cause of the delay of the PSVR2. Um at the time it could have been uh that they didn't want it to be too expensive together or whatever uh which I still think was if you took away the pandemic then I think uh you would absolutely should have uh sold like the bundle together. You throw in the pandemic and it makes a little bit more sense of like it's not necessarily m- so much about um it being too expensive together so much as there being a stock shortage now of ps5s which is required for the psvr2 to function so so in that regard that is the only like valid excuse that that i give but i still think they could trickle out just a little bit more before everything comes out and leaks and just gets leaked all the time yeah and um and it's like, yeah, it's like you squandered the opportunity, a marketing o- opportunity to now, you know, websites and media now have the same info
1: and have basically eaten your lunch. Genetic bless Me with a $5 tip says, uh, we love you, Brian Paul. We love you, AJ. Smiles and hugs to you both. And I think there's a dinosaur in a heart. A there dinosaur. is. There is a dinosaur. Man, you got to love the dinosaur, man. you got to love it. All right, you guys, uh, so that brings us to the final segment of the show today. We're running long because (laughs) we're broken for the first 20 minutes. Um, (laughs) So it's time for 20 questions, PSVR 20 questions, which, yes, I stole from Game Scoop. I'm so sorry, Damon Hatfield, not that you're paying attention or listening. Uh, But, man, it's such a fun game that we had to bring it over here for PlayStation VR. I'm the host. That means I've got a PSVR game in my head, uh, and AJ's got 20 questions in only six minutes to figure out what game it is. Uh, you guys in the chat easy motor hard mode easy motor hard mode um you know the part of me thinks this is a super easy mode um but maybe i'll tell you why after the game is over um guys make sure you help me in the chat ask some good questions all right pay attention starting now does it have aim support no does it have move support
0: yes Does it have, uh, shit, is it a sci-fi game? No. Is it a horror game? No. Is it a puzzle game? No. Is it a strategy game?
1: No. Is it a sports game? No. This game's going to be over so fast. (laughs) Holy shit.
0: Does this game exist? Does it um does it have uh, multiplayer? No. Does it have full locomotion? Yes. Good fucking god. I've got what full locomotion? That's it? Yeah, that's, yeah pretty much I it. Have nine questions it Supports the oh, wait, moves and no, full lo- locomotion, I think, is all you've got to yes supports on. Supports the moves and full locomotion. It's not sport. Um
1: is there combat in this game? No. Uh, I would say I would say no, but there is a way to there is a way to say yes to this question. But when you think of this game you're not thinking about combat, that's for sure. Alright,
0: I'm gonna go with I'm gonna lean on the chat here for two questions. Is it has it ever been on a top twenty five list?
1: No. Are, and that's a shitty uh, game
0: Okay. So it's probably a shitty game. Sounds like a shitty game here. Is it a fighting game? No good god what kind of um this is supposed to be super easy mode did no. it come out in the first year of VR
1: no it's not it's not racing it's not sports i didn't say super easy mode i said it's kind of easy mode but i'll tell you why when the game's over okay is it a rhythm game no 14
0: has developed uh, wait hold on um, so it's a shitty game sounds like a shitty game oh. can't be a musical game what are we on 14 this will be 15 It'll Be 15 <clears throat> uh, well how much
1: time uh, three minutes. Is it an experience? No. It's, it's still a game.
0: Hmm. Hmm. Is it a dating sim? No. God. Damn, this is tough, man. This is hard as hell. What are you talking about? Did come out within the last year? Mm-hmm. Yes, came out within the last year. That's seventeen. We're on eighteen. This will be eighteen.
1: Good God, you guys! <laughs> did you Blasphemy blast me? Just said, "Where are those sirens coming from? What are you new?" <laughs> <laughs>
0: I've done separation before. Came out within like the last year. I need a... How much... What's my time? You got two
1: minutes left. Two questions and
0: a Two minutes. Okay, let's let's slow it down a little. Okay, guys. Channel your knowledge cats from the last year. Ooh. Okay. Okay. I feel like... uh, I feel like he wouldn't have hesitated if it was Wins and Leaves Flame Hat. That's a great guess, but I feel like he wouldn't have hesitated from a year. That would have been like an easy yes. Um, it's got to be a bad game. He, he said it's not racing. You got a minute and a half. You said it's not racing, right? Because that's classified as sports. It's not. It's not a sports game, and that includes racing. Okay. So it's not racing, guys. Can't be Little Witch Academia. Good guess, though. Um, It's not a horror game. It's not sci-fi. I have, what, two guesses and and then the game? Two
1: questions and a guess and one minute left. Oh, yeah, Little Witch has...
0: (sighs) Ah. He said it was a shame that it wasn't in the top 25. Is Definitely that what you said? Did not say that.
1: Okay. <laughs> okay. Sirens on my end. Okay. Holy shit. Now they're really coming to get okay. me confused again, Kat. Brian can't be He's Mask Maker. Desert. Mask Maker is a puzzle game.
0: Um, 37 seconds. Space is it in space? It is not in space. 37 seconds uh gadget here's a puzzle game puzzle bobble's a puzzle game neku atsume <sighs>
1: does it have cats in it i i mean it it probably does yeah how much time fifteen seconds and one and you got you gotta guess the game this is your last one is it five seconds traffic jams it is not traffic jams. In fact, it is mm. uh, be- be- requested every single time we do 20 questions. It is good dog, bad dog? Finally, at long last. Ugh. Good dog, bad dog. It is requested every single time we do 20 questions. Uh, and and that's, the, uh, that's the suggestion we see every single time. People guess easy. good dog, bad dog every single time. And that's the, that's the reason it was kind of easy mode. Terrible game. Terrible game. Still twenty five dollars on the PlayStation store for pretty much the biggest piece of shit I've ever played. Okay.
0: Yeah, I'm okay with that. I'm okay. I'll take that L. Yeah. I don't I wouldn't wanna I wouldn't want to win on that piece of shit's name anyways.
1: <laughs> I wouldn't win, wanna win no, on that anyway. Well oh, if
0: you really think about it, we
1: won, cats. We won. <laughs> you take you take a W no matter how you do it, man. Yeah. All right. Guys, uh, yeah no Jeremy the NES rookie it I, hurt. I had to look it up Good Dog Bad Dog came out in December of last year it just made the cut I couldn't believe it was so recent in, confuse the game cat he says that hurt AJ you could see it
0: it only hurt because I had to hear the goddamn name of that <laughs> stupid fucking game again that's the only reason anytime that game gets mentioned a little part of me dies so that's why it hurt I didn't care about not getting it um, I just yeah yeah it is like it is like I just ate some sour food, hack. because
1: I hate hearing the name of that game. Uh, Deathly, the subterranean uh, death guy said no one actually played it, so we didn't know what questions to ask. <laughs> <laughs> that's a that's really good, good point, man. I'm so glad that, that you guys good. didn't play it because I don't want you wasting $25 on this. There are way better things to spend your money on. Lots of hidden gems out there for PlayStation VR. Go find those instead. Holy shit, dude. It's time for that's the weekend. Ever. I'm so happy. It's time for the weekend. Um, and I still got a bunch of work to do, though, this weekend. Uh, hopefully, I'll get some videos out that I've been working on. Guys, thank you so much for hanging out. Thank you, AJ, for being here. I uh, can't do this without you, dude. Uh, make sure, guys, again, if you want to check out those Dreams videos or anything else that AJ's been doing over on his channel, make sure you subscribe to PSVR Underground. Uh, also, a huge shout-out to everybody that helps this channel out. I mean, Professor Lilith, all uh, you history was doing the um, – did I get that right? No. Was that Shades of Grey Matter? Fuck, You know what, man? I fucking don't know who's due running the book club. Whoever's running the book club, thank you so much for doing that. Uh, thank you, Meow, and everybody else helps channel out. All the mods over here and over on Discord. Make sure you subs- uh, join us over on Discord. Uh, it's free to join, man. Uh, all you need to do is like do, do the phone number verification thing, uh, but that is for your safety, I promise you, um, and uh, and that you can win Song in the Smoke this weekend, and... Uh, that's, I don't know, man, that's where, that's where all the coolest cats hang out. So thank you so much for everybody. Uh, thank you everybody who watched the show tonight. Thank you everybody who participated in the chat, helped AJ out in 20 questions. Donated during the show. You guys are awesome. Thanks to everybody who supports us on Patreon.com slash Without Parole Games. Thank you to everybody who changed your name to GameCat. I'm just going to keep going. I'm just going to thank everybody for the next 20 minutes. Uh, if you've changed your name to GameCat, remember hashtag GameCat in the comments of any of our videos, and we'll give you a shout-out on next week's show. Um, of course, thank you to all of you who sat back and watched the show and didn't say a goddamn word. We know you're out there. Alberto Mappam El Game Gato It's time to cue the cat
0: Cue the Gato, Brian Because I want to say Happy Friday to everybody Hope you all have a fun And safe And PSVR Gaming goodness weekend Woohoo Bob Zarkoff The Underground Game Cat Good night to you Justin Caston Good to see you Blue the Underground Game Cat Thank you so much Glad you enjoyed the show Jazzy J The Chair Mage Game Cat Be excellent To each other yeah, Gatos nice. I like the way you roll Jazzy J heck the game cat i knew it was lit up in here shades of gray matter time to play with game cats uh see you as well my friend twitcher the single player game cat says play more dreams make stuff and send it to me yes agreed distracted game cat says thumbs up thumbs up to you as well Brax bro says this is an awful trailer too everything is bad (laughs) about that game the fact that it's even mentioned is just (laughs) awful like to just make matters worse terrible game this is one of the trailer this is one of the games where I'm like okay I'm okay if PSVR 2 is not backwards compatible because I will never have to fucking see that shit again (laughs) flame hat the game cat says fire 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 Steve (laughs) IRE Johnny right popped the straight cat oot he's a oot in a boot Ooh. uh justin cassidy Deathly the subterranean yeah. death cat my dude i love the adjacent names hashtag game cat it up people Gen- genetic blasphemy the reverse engineer game cat tgif as well friend um guys hope you have a wonderful weekend hard to get with the little doggy. uh good to see my friend piotrek f hello uh, guys, Ian Stanbridge, Alberto, Mapom, the Game Cat, Guy, Guy, yes, uh, Jeremy, the NAS rookie, my Sci-Fi Game Cat Henry, and Confused Game
1: Cat Jeremy. Look, it's a Game Cat butthole. Oh, did I forget to Did I forget to thank Sci-Fi Game Cat Henry? Thanks, Sci-Fi Game Cat Henry. You've got a chore on your hands tonight, coming up with these timestamps because whoa, there's like 20 minutes that we just got to tell people not to watch. Good weekend, everybody. We love you so much. Hi-ya.